to the Paint, Rest, Repeat podcast with Roz Gervais and Laura Day, where we chat about our creative lives as artists while keeping it real and a little bit messy. We're here to inspire creatives just like you to push past those boundaries and make art that you love. Let's dive in. everybody and welcome to another episode of the Paint, Rest, Repeat podcast. We have today the beautiful, now bear with me, Leticia Andrach. Was that not too bad, Leticia? It was great. Because you see I'm Aussie, right? So I want to say Leticia Andrach, but we're not going to do that. Anyway, we have Leticia here from The Essential Shift and she is an, an intuitive business coach and we're going to be chatting about how to uh, pay attention to the moon cycles and how to be an artist within that context. So hello, how are you? Thank you so much for having me today. Pleasure, we're excited. Very excited. I'm like, Laura, do you want to take the lead? Go the first question. Go, go, go. Well, I have so many questions and I have looked into it myself in terms of moon cycle and feminine cycle and business planning and when I have high energy, when I have low energy and, I mean, if we own our own business, we have a myriad of tasks that we have to undertake. And, you know, we've got marketing and promotion, we've got website maintenance, we've got dealing with customers, we've got creative time and that time to like do the thing you do. And I think it'd be really good to sort of cover over what part of the cycle is best to do certain actions in business and how you can get the most out out of the cycle. So did you want to give a brief like cycle, like start from the start? Maybe someone doesn't know what working with the cycle looks like. What would you explain in simple terms? So on this episode, we're going to focus on the moon cycle, like how the moon is shifting and moving through the cycle. But as you've mentioned, you have also your hormonal cycle as a woman which we could do another episode on. And then we also have the sun, the cycle of the sun with the season and so on and so forth. And they are all into like a layer, a different layer. And what I always encourage anyone with a creative, anyone with a business owner to do is starting with self-awareness. So with what I'm going to share here, which is a 28.5 days of the moon cycle, I'm just going to explain the different main phases of the cycle to give some direction to anyone who is listening to this. But what's the most important, exactly what you said, Laura, is starting to notice for yourself what's happening every day. We change cycle of the moon every two and a half days. So every day looks different. And depending on your birth chart, so your natal chart, which I love to use also with my client, and depending when you're born, if you were born under a full moon, you may be even more impacted by the full moon time of the cycle. So it's always direction that I'm giving. And I am so against secret recipe. And this is the way it should be. It is all about inviting you to tune into what's working for you. So with this disclaimer in place, let me start with the new moon. The new moon is the first moment of the cycle of the moon. It's this moment where you don't really see the moon. She's dark in the sky. And For anyone listening to this, if you've never connected with the moon cycle, I just invite you to get out every day in the evening, which is one of my rituals. It doesn't take long. Even when it's cold, you just put a scarf on and then you connect with the season as well. And just look at the sky, look at the stars and look at the moon. Find the moon in the sky and just connect with the cycle of the moon. 
So when it's a new moon phase, it's all dark. You see only a little sliver of light. And this is a yang energy. So yang is divine masculine energy. It is a moment of action. And this is the best moment to set your intention, to inform yourself with new beginnings energy and planting seeds. This is a moment where if we think about your creative project or your business, this is a beautiful time to set your intention for the months ahead, the moons ahead, the moon cycle ahead. And be like, mm, what do I want to create? What is going to be my focus? Where am I going to spend my energy and my time? It is a yang energy. So you may have this inner fire within you to get going and trust that, do that. Then we move into the wanting presence, which is a moment where you are taking action. It is a beautiful time to really action on what you've defined as your intention during the new moon and start taking those action. It is a beautiful you know, moment to reflect on what you've set and put the plan in place. It is a yin energy. So you start putting the plan together and setting it in motion. Then we have the first quarter moon. So the first quarter moon is when you have half of the moon, which is in the light and half of the moon, which is in the darkness, which is a moment of building momentum. You have this harmony between light and dark, and it's a great moment to build momentum. So you see how we are moving through the energy from setting the intention to defining the plan. And then you're like, let's go. And you have this beautiful energy rising because the light is going more and more through the moon cycle. Then we have, we are moving two and a half days later into the waxing gibbous moon. The waxing gibbous moon is a yin phase and it's about realigning, taking a moment to refine from your intention, the actions that you've taken, the momentum that you've built and being like, how do I feel with that? Do I still want to get going with this project or do I want to pivot? Do I want to change the timeline? Am I putting too much pressure on myself? It is a beautiful moment because everything starts to be super illuminated before we enter the next phase, which is a full moon. So this moment is a moment of reconnection with oneself, reconnection with our creative power, and just take stock of everything that you've done so far because you've been moving through nearly half of the moon cycle. So it's important to just reflect. In my free moon calendar, I explain those different phases and you have like some guidance as well if anyone is lost, but you can take notes and you can download my free calendar and get that. But then we move to the full moon. Two and a half day after, boom, we shift energy for two and a half day and it's full moon. Full moon is when everything is illuminated. She's full in the sky. She's beautiful. This is a moment where a lot of people are like, oh my gosh, I struggled sleeping. You know, you have all of those kind of bursts of energy because everything that you've created so far is illuminated. So it's a beautiful, I love to encourage my client during a full moon to release something, release a new offer, release a new painting, release, you know, something that you would like to sell while your energy will go down as we're going to go into more of the dark phase of the moon. But this is an energy peak. So harness this energy peak. If we take the, um, if we overlay it with your cycle, it is a moment of, of ovulation. And when everything is illuminated, it's also a moment to be grateful for everything that is and release what is no longer serving us as we will enter the moment of resting phase, you know, the descent of the moon cycle. The energy will be going down 
as we move two and a half days after into the wanting moon, disseminating moon, depending on how you want to call it. It's, you know, my daughter loves to call this one. On the other side is a, the kind of the, um, how do you call it? Like the croissant, the banana moon. It's a banana moon. Yeah, this is how they call it. The croissant, the banana moon. So this is a yin phase. It's a moment where you are starting to descend into the darkness and you see this banana moon. And you're like accepting, receiving everything that is happening. It's a yin phase. So if we imagine you launched a painting during the full moon, this is a moment where you start receiving money for this painting. If it is a moment where you start an exhibition on the full moon, this is a moment where you have people coming and visiting the exhibition. You set the intention on the new moon to have an exhibition. You have this exhibition under a full moon. And then in that disseminating moon, you're like, hmm, it's beautiful. I receive, I accept the, you know, congratulations of people who are visiting the exhibition and all that. Then we go into third quarter moon, which is a moment again of you have half of darkness, half of light, but opposite from when it was the first quarter moon. And this is a moment to adjust. You're like, okay, I know we're going to enter a new cycle very soon because we're going to, we are approaching the new moon. And you're like, okay, so what do I need to adjust? for the next moon cycle. So maybe like your exhibition was lasting three days, you launched it on the full moon, three days later, you know, you've went through the phase of the disseminating moon and then you're there in the third quarter moon and you're just being like, okay, I wish I had more people coming or what about reviewing the way we promoted up from the exhibition or what about I review my pricing on this and this and that. So it's a beautiful time to harness this yang energy and readjust. So as you see, we move from yin and yang. I hope your community is familiar with that. Yin is a being, it's a divine feminine energy. Yang is a doing divine masculine energy. And as an artist, as a business owner, we need both. And it is not a 50-50. It is moving through the moon cycle to adjust your energy in alignment with it. And then, bear with me, last phase of the moon cycle, we are in the winding crescent of the balsamic moon. And this is a moment of surrender. This is a moment of resting healing. You've gone through a full moon cycle. So let's rest before we enter again, the new moon and the yang energy of setting intention. And a lot of people bypass this. They're just like, okay, let's go, let's go, let's go. No, we need that moment. We need those two and a half days. And this is a moment where you may start bleeding. If you're aligned with the moon cycle, you may start, you know, having your period coming up. And and this is a beautiful moment to rest. This is my quick guidance around the moon cycle and how to harness it in business and in creativity. And every one of you may feel that differently, but I invite you to just have a journal where you can write every day, look at the moon cycle and write every day how you're feeling. Start with awareness, right? This podcast episode is sponsored by Laura's Creative Kickstart Coaching Sessions, designed for aspiring artists seeking motivation and support to turn their creative dreams into reality. Go to www.laurajaneday.com slash work with me to find out more. I love this, Leticia. So thank you so much for sharing. I love this mainly like for multiple reasons, but one of the key things is that you're talking about starting with noticing and talking from experience. I'm often just so busy chasing my tail, doing all the things that noticing is just not something that happens all that often. Obviously, sometimes I do notice things but I'm just often go, go, go. So do you have any tips for people who are a bit like that other than, you know, journaling every day? 
sort of sounds like a lot. It sounds like a big commitment when you're a little bit of a, um, you know, person on the hamster wheel, but a happy person on the hamster wheel, just to be clear. <laughs> and that's where, you know, I always invite anyone who is part of my community to start with a new moon. Start noticing the new moon because this is a moment of new beginnings. This is a moment of, your, of planting new seeds and so on. And if you notice just one phase of the moon, just harness this new moon energy. That's why, you know, within my membership, the circle, I hold sacred space for the new moon because this is a beautiful moment to gather in circle, which is coming from ancient spiritual wisdom. It was called the red tent at the time because all the women were bleeding together and they were separated from the rest of the community because it is a moment of big psychic ability, a moment where you set your new intention in your beginning. So I would invite you to at least connect with the new moon. When is the new moon happening? And just, you know, having this reminder on your phone or having, you know, either it's my moon calendar, you have beautiful apps as well that you can download, which will tell you when the new moon energy is speaking and just starting with the new moon. Then once you're like very familiar with the new moon, and I'm telling you, Ross, some people will start working with me at the beginning, they confuse new moon and full moon. They're like, oh, it's full moon. No, it's new moon, darling. And that's okay. We start, you know, it's like when I start painting I am so bad at it, but then I get better at it because I practice and I learn. So like everything we learn, let's be gentle and compassionate with oneself and let's start where we are. So for anyone listening to this with like, I don't even know how the moon is right now, just look for the next new moon and harness this energy of planting new seeds, of new beginnings. And that's why, you know, my grandparents were farmer. We would plant seeds on the new moon. Even gardening is aligned with the moon cycle. So you can just, you know, kind of be like, okay, let's look at the next new moon and let's set an intention and have this conscious connection with the moon going outside, looking at her for the new moon. Once you're like, every month I'm great, every month I'm connected with a new moon, then you can add the second biggest phase, which is renowned, which is a full moon. And then once you have those two in motion, then you can connect with the first quarter moon and then the third quarter moon. And then you go through the other phases. But I'd say at least the new moon then the full moon, first and full and third quarter moon will help you start with this. And if then you're like at the next level, you can note every day how you're feeling and then you can add the layer of the astrological sign of the moon and all that. But then I don't want to complexify it too much for anyone listening to this because we add the overlay of the 12 different sign, astrological sign and so on. But starting at least with the new moon will help you be conscious and aware about your own energy. So Leticia, I'm going to let you, sorry, I'm going to make room for you, Laura, in a sec. I just have to share a funny story. So in my business, I do 22, I do a challenge called the 20 to 1 Art Challenge. And I run it a few times through the year and I use the moon cycles, the full moon part in particular to know when to place my challenges through the year. But when I set out my plan for this year, I marked all the full moons in my wall planner, but it was the Northern Hemisphere. <laughs> oh hang on hang on hang on no 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 that's like the wrong way around so anyway that was fun I had to <laughs> I had to replan my year <laughs> yeah so the full moon is only a few hours different between the northern hemisphere and the southern hemisphere because it's full for us at the same time oh don't do this no now you're hurting my head no but no but 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 I've seen them the no the full moon is exactly the same it's the other phases that we see differently but full moon and new moon we see it the same way oh well that actually would make sense yes oh I'm really showing that I'm a bit blonde and sorry to the blonde people here I do love you no it's, <laughs> hey, you know this happen all the time I'm glad you said that Ross because so many people think 
that when it's full, because when it's winter in the Northern Hemisphere, it's summer for us in the South Hemisphere. So they think the moon is going the same way. No, new moon for you in the Northern Hemisphere is same as new moon for us. Just a few hour difference, like the time difference, but we have the new moon at the same time as you have the new moon in the Northern Hemisphere. And we have the full moon at the same time as you have the full moon in the Southern Hemisphere. So I'm really having a moment. So I get this. <laughs> so I get that. <laughs> now I get that. But what I don't understand is I'm looking at my wall planner over here. If you're watching the video on YouTube, that's why I'm looking this way. Why did I have it the wrong way around? And what did I have the wrong way around? Because the cycle. So how I guided you through this podcast on the cycle is the Southern Hemisphere cycle. In the Northern Hemisphere, it goes the other way around but you're still having the new moon and the full moon at the same time. And so was I potentially marking the new moon as opposed to the full moon in my planner? Yes. Ah. Anyway, I'm obviously learning and that's why you're here, Leticia. <laughs> I'm going to mute now. Continue educating us. <laughs> so this is where like in my moon calendar, anyone who's listening to this, you can download the Southern Hemisphere or Northern Hemisphere. The phase in between the new moon and the full moon are opposite. But the new moon and the full moon are happening exactly at the same time. I just feel so silly. So Leticia and Laura, a while ago, maybe a month ago, I was driving with my girls and the moon looked huge. And I'm like, why is that moon so big? Is that a thing? I literally had to Google. Yeah, the moon can be closer to the earth. And those are moments where you feel the energy of the moon even stronger. So yes, you definitely have a movement happening and sometimes, and that's why you have like higher tide in the ocean at some point in the year. And that's why we call it super new moon or super full moon or those kind of things. Definitely everything is moving and shifting. And as soon as you pay attention to it, you can harness it. And that's where sometimes you have a total lunar eclipse. And this is like a powerful rebirth energy. So connecting with the eclipse is really powerful. We had an eclipse season happening in May really powerful moment for you to harness this energy as well. So, and it is a journey. My daughter and I and my husband, we follow the moon a lot because I am passionate about it since I'm a little girl. And I think I transmit that to my family, but not everyone is as aware as I am about the moon. So please don't, you know, judge yourself if you feel like, oh my gosh, I don't know all that. It's amazing. That's why I'm here. I'm teaching that. So Great. Showing that I have more to teach. (laughs) (laughs) We will put the link to your free download for that, the moon calendar in the show notes. So people can get that if they're really interested in starting this process for their creative practice. So Leticia, you were saying that you suggest that focusing on the new moon and the full moon, maybe we could give some suggestions for creative tasks and things that people could be doing in the new moon, in that yang action phase, and in the full moon. So the full moon is... Yang as well. Oh, okay. So they're both yang energy. Yeah. Okay. So they're both divine masculine yang energy. Yes. Little reference though, before you begin. Do you remember a few weeks ago, I said to you, you bring the yin and I bring the yang. I think that actually might be quite literal. I didn't... (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. Yeah, like Laura's the like peaceful, gorgeous human, and I'm the high action, ridiculous <laughs> human. <laughs> I think we were onto something. We need both, right? We need both to find our own harmony, and we need both in different 
cycle, like different season of life, different season in business, different season, like literally the seasons that we're in, we need different energy. Like the winter is a very yin time. So maybe it's a moment where if we, you know, rely too much on the yin, we feel like super stuck. So we may need some yang at that point. And this is where, you know, Ross, you come into place and maybe you're activating with your yang. So no, for anyone listening to this, that there is no good or bad being yin, being yang. Being, we need all. We need all. So around the yang phase of the new moon, what can you do during that time? What I would love for anyone listening to this to do during the yang energy of the new moon is really being like, what is my intention? What are the seeds that I'm willing to plant? What are the projects, the creative projects that I'd like to birth during this moon cycle? What are, you know, the kind of actions that I'd like to take for my business during this moon cycle? And sometimes it can be as simple as I'd like to, you know, create one more painting around that theme around, you know, or I would love to, you know, host, I don't know, an exhibition. Or I would love to initiate a collaboration, just connecting with this moment of going inward and being like, okay, what is the thing? that I would love to achieve during this 28.5 day. Yeah, so it's it's sort of focusing on your monthly goal or and then so like you could do journaling and write things down and have that quiet time. Or you can voice it to someone else or you can, you know, schedule a call with someone that you feel you need to connect with for a long time to make this happen and so on. So or you can you know, I love to organize gathering in that moment because then it's really this moment of you connect with oneself and you connect with other women. And sometimes you're like, I don't know what I want to do this moon cycle. I'm clear about my yearly plan. I'm clear about my quarterly plan. If you're not, come and work with me. Then you're like chunking it down into your monthly plan. And for this monthly plan, sometimes you're like, I don't really know. So hearing from other people, what are their plan can inspire you. You know, like when you plant your own garden, like, oh, she's planting tulip. I'd love tulip too. What about I plant some tulip? Or same, you know, with painting or with creativity. I love personally to, you know, follow painters. I love to follow designers. I love to follow ebonists. Like I don't know the English word for that, but those who create beautiful uh, wooden thing because I get inspired by that. So just this moment of inspiration this big moment of inhaling during the new moon. So breath work works really well as well during the new moon. Think about the new moon. It's a moment when you're bleeding. So potentially you're very low in energy. So this is this moment of recentering and being like, mm, what do I want to create? What is this thing? How do I want to feel I have achieved by the end of this cycle? I can be recording you know, a podcast episode, being a guest on a podcast episode. Like, just be gentle with oneself. And we always overestimate what we can do in a moon cycle and underestimate what we can do in 13 moon cycle, which correspond to a year. We talk about connecting with community. We've had previous podcasts on that. So I love how you were saying gather with other women and or like we talked about the importance of mentor as well. So, you know, a connection call with a mentor someone guiding you in your business. Yeah, to be held accountable. You know, if you share it with a mentor, straight away, it's like, okay, this moon cycle, I am going to, you know, imagine one of your mentee connecting with one of you and be like, okay, this moon cycle, I really want to grow this thing, this part of my business. So I really want to focus on this. 
then you can hold them accountable. By the end of the cycle, you can be like, so where are you at? How is this happening? Yeah, amazing. All right. And then, so the full moon. Full moon. So the full moon is a beautiful time when you need to witness everything that's been illuminated. And unfortunately, a lot of people bypass that because they're like, oh, I haven't achieved anything. You have. So it's a moment of being grateful. So you can be grateful journaling. You can be sitting with, you know, something that you've created halfway through the moon cycle and just witnessing it. Witnessing like this article that you've half written, but you've already written half of it, or this painting that you have painted, or this exhibition that you've half organized, or this exhibition that is live, or this Instagram live that you've done, just witnessing what has been illuminated halfway through this moon cycle and sitting in gratitude, in compassion, in love for oneself's creation, which As I said, a lot of people are like, okay, let's move on. This is done. No, let's observe. Let's contemplate. Let's be grateful. And then it's also this moment, as you know, with a lot of light, darkness happen. So under the full moon, you may also witness, you know, things that you're attached to that no longer serves you. So maybe it is, you know, a friend, a community member, a belief, an attitude, a painting, whatever it is that you need to let go. It is a beautiful time. And there's a full moon, what I love to guide my community through is if it's a fire sign under a full moon, I love to guide them through a burning ritual. So we write down all the things that no longer serves us and we burn it. And then you see how when it's turned to ashes, it's actually so tiny, so little, it doesn't really matter. So really taking this moment of sitting in gratitude, witnessing all that is illuminated, all that you've created, but then also releasing, releasing. So then you can move through the darkness without this taking you down, down, down. Because when we go through the cycle of the moon, where the light is reducing, this can be a moment that is challenging for some people because our energy is going down and we're going down into the darkness. And if you haven't released, those things, they are the things that are the most front of mind for you. And you're like, oh my gosh, I haven't done all of this. Or I, or look at this person. She's doing way better than me. Just let go. Let go. I've got something to release. Laura knows what it is. Yeah, you do have something to release. When I was doing my art therapy course, there was, it sounds a little bit morbid, but uh, one of the projects was a release project. And in previous workshops, I've done a release process with my students as well. But this release project has a little bit of a morbid name. So it was called the coffin box. So you just get an old tea box, uh, cover it and in images and things that remind you of something that you want to release. So you cover it. So you do the outside and it's like collage, like cut and paste and just using like images from magazines or newspapers or writing on it and things like that. So covering what it means on the outside and then on the inside, it's more about that emotional, like what, right? The emotions that are attached to that particular thing, whether it be a person, a habit, like it can be anything, like something in your personal life, something in your business, a part of you that you would like to let go of. And then that coffin box gets burned. So you burn it in in release. That was really powerful. So I guess 
potentially as creative people, we could do a creative project on that full moon. Another one that I did was like a painting release. So writing down all the emotions on a piece of paper, on a piece of watercolor paper, and then painting over it as the release. Didn't we do that one with you as well? Something related to that? It's up on my wall. Yeah, we did. We did the butterfly. Yeah. And that was a release. So we drew, we painted. How did we start? We drew a butterfly first, I think. Then we wrote the words on there, four emotion words, and then we painted over it. So it's integrated into the piece. Really beautiful. And this is where, you know, you start, you start feeling those feelings and Whatever works for you, either it's painting on top, either it's burning it, either it's dissolving it in water or, you know, uh, burying it in the earth or those kind of things. You're just kind of witnessing and then consciously making a decision of letting it go. And there is such a beautiful way in your box explanation because you're, I'm sure you didn't know you will burn it afterwards. So you're like creating this beautiful box and all of that. And this is what I love sometimes when I, you know, when I guide my clients through a release approach, it's like, let's write a beautiful poem to, you know, this person will hurt you, la la la. And then we burn it. But I want to keep this point. No, we're letting go. Let it go. So there is a beautiful approach. And again, you can gather in any phase of the moon. You can also organize a gathering under the full moon. Personally, I love to organize gathering under the full moon, which are more in-person gathering. And I love to serve cacao and do a cacao ceremony and things like that. So you can gather at any phase of the moon. And I always encourage people to either join a community to gather with, or you can gather with your existing community. You can, you know, welcome other people in your living room and co-create together something. And, and then, you know, having this moment, I really want people to reconnect with oneself along with reconnecting with other people around them. We are in an egocentric society and we need to move from this egocentric to this ecocentric. And we know how when we connect with other people, we are way more inspired, especially people from other community, other approach, other path, walk of life. For me, like I get so much out of people who are not at all business driven like I can be because I learned so much from them. Amazing. Yeah. Roz, do you have any questions? I have, I'm just trying to think. So we've listed a few different activities that would be good during the yin phase and also that yang phase. And you're thinking that it's good to start with, did you say start with the full moon awareness? New moon awareness, new moon awareness. So we start with the new moon because it's a beautiful moment to plant new seeds and you know, birth those new projects, set those intentions, which is a yang phase. And then once you start noticing this new moon, which is a moment where she's really dark in the sky, you don't really see her. Then you connect with the full moon, which is also a yang phase, and which is this moment of beautiful illumination, gratitude, and letting go. So those are the two phases that I'd say for anyone listening to this who is not familiar at all to start with. Okay, good clarity there. I'm liking it. <laughs> and then it's every two weeks. I'm not asking them to connect every two and a half days with a shift. No, this is the way forward. Yes, yes, starting simple, achievable, but powerful still. Okay, excellent. Loving it. You have a moon calendar as well that people can download. I am going to go and do that myself. Me too. <laughs> We're going to go and do that after this. So I'm really, really excited about all of this and trying to put that into practice as well. So I don't know. I'm feeling like we've covered a good breadth here of, uh, what's the word, actionable knowledge. 
Is there anything that you want to share, Leticia, about what you do? Because we know you've got a podcast, you've got courses, you've got a membership, and you've got freebies and all of that. Maybe don't list everything. It will be overwhelming for people. But if people want to get in touch with you and sort of learn a bit more beyond just the moon calendar, what would you like to share with them? So when you sign up for my moon calendar, you receive a monthly, free monthly energy update which you can download, which will remind you what are the different phases of the moon across the month and some rituals and all of that. And this is a gift because part of my mission in life is really to help other people reconnect with that knowledge that has been removed, but you know, is at the heart of who we are as human. We are cyclical, so let's connect with the cycle of the moon, the cycle of the season around us. So definitely like downloading my freebie and then getting those monthly updates You can message me on Instagram at essential.shift with any haha, anything. And if you follow me on Instagram, I share new moon and full moon updates on my Insta feed, not the other phases of the moon. This is just for my email list. And you can also listen to my podcast, as you mentioned, the Essential Shift podcast to hear inspiring story of business owner going through the journey, working with me, reconnecting with their intuition, the cycle and all of that. And actually at the time of this episode being released, you can go www.lightitbook.com and order my book, which is going to be released by then. Oh, oh my gosh. Which is called Light It, How to Trust Your Intuition and Grow a Thriving Business. Congratulations. That's so exciting. Sorry, can you say that address again? I'm just really proud of you. So www.lightitbook.com. And then you'll be able to order my book from there or in any platform you like, Booktopia, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Walmart, whatever you want. But really kind of this book is going to be your first step into my world, into learning how to trust your own intuition, bring this awareness and starting reconnecting with your humanness and running your business in a way that's really aligned with who you are. And not everyone else is should or those business gurus are out there telling you, this is how you should do things. So then you're successful. So that's an invitation to download my book, or you can buy it on audiobook and things like that. If you like my French accent. (laughs) (laughs) We often joke that we don't, uh, we probably don't have many listeners from other countries because we sound so Aussie. (laughs) If you're from another country and listening, you are very welcome here. (laughs) Thank you for not finding us too annoying. No, we love your French accent, Leticia. Thank you. Okay, so that's a big achievement for you, releasing a book. How did you find that process? Oh, my gosh. That has been the most surrendering process I had to go through, you know, going through the motion of write, like, first of all, trusting myself to write a book, which is what I described and explained in my book. I would have never defined myself as an author. It was not part of my bucket list. And on top of that, writing a book in English, like it doesn't sound rational at all, which is where my intuition took over. And I actually channeled this book on a solo retreat under a new moon in Scorpio. Scorpio is all about death and rebirth. And it was like, you need to write a book. You need to share about your light framework. You need to, like, it was so clear as a guidance that I had to surrender and do it. And so I have been through the process of writing, then having my book mentor giving me so many updates and I had to rewrite part of the book. And that was hard, you know, the letting go of something and rewriting it. And now it's like, I have the cover, we are doing the internal design and uh, it's going to be live very soon. So I'm just very excited. It's like a new baby being born. I have two young daughters who are four and six. And I feel like 
it's my third little baby coming to the world. And I put so much love and so much, you know, of myself in this book and shared my vulnerable story of my own burnout, being disconnected to all of this knowledge that was transferred to me as a little child, but I forgot about it. So know that, you know, what you shared, Ross, at the beginning about, I don't know about this, I had forgotten. It was an art of remembering for me to go back to that. And now stepping into that place of being like, I am an expert at this and I can share it with you and not feeling bad about it or feeling fearful of being burnt or judged or, you know, like the witch hunt kind of wound. So now I feel like this book is kind of the next stepping stone in my business, in my life and impacting more people, which is which has been my mission all along. Oh, amazing. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> I know this has been such a good episode. Thank you. If you have any questions, this is to our listeners, send us a message. And if you'd like to hear more, I'm sure we could have you on for another podcast again, covering on, you know, the feminine cycle or like something else, the connecting to your intuition in business. That sounds so interesting. But It sounds like you've got good resources and we'll put all of the links into the show note for your Light It book, your website, your membership and podcast and the freebies. So if you enjoyed listening today, please drop us a review over on Apple Podcasts or leave us five stars on Spotify because we would absolutely love to get our podcast out to even more creatives so we can support them on their journey too. And that's all from us. Thank you so much, Leticia. We'll see you next time. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.